Welcome to a special rendition of the True Exact Show. I am here with Brian and Brian and a special guest, Ricky O'Donnell, better known as Ricky Charisma, and we will get to that. The fictional coach of the Western, I don't want to say fictional, because if you look at Weedy Pig, he is actually the coach of the Western Illinois Leathernecks, so we will get to that, and I know (laughs) the people watching want to know the story. I mean, you could read about it, but I want to hear you talk about it, but first, you worked at Sportsbook SP Nation. Uh, why don't you talk about how you got into the writing and got to work there first before you started this endeavor? Yeah, so uh, I guess I was a journalism major in college. Uh, I started a sports blog in college where I was writing about Chicago sports every day. Lived my whole life in Chicago or in the suburbs of Chicago. Uh, went to school and college at Columbia College in Chicago. Uh, grew, I was born in 87, so I grew up with Michael Jordan when I was a kid. Uh, and just, you know, loved Chicago sports, went to Bears training camp uh, with my dad when I was a kid, followed the Bulls, the Bears, the White Sox, definitely not the Cubs uh, <laughs> when I was growing up. So basically, I just started writing about Chicago sports when I was in college, got an internship at the Chicago Sun-Times at the same time. Uh, and that kind of like, I guess, started my professional career. So I worked right. Sun-Times for three years, had my own site where I was writing every day for, you know, three or four years. And then, uh, you know, I was just working basically like other different jobs as I was trying to break into the business. One day I got a call from uh, someone at SB Nation asking me if I would be interested in running a new Chicago site they started. So uh, I started writing for SB Nation Chicago. Uh, and then they ended up like hiring up, I guess, uh, for SBNation.com. And I got hired in 2012. Uh, I started writing MBA stuff and college basketball stuff. I became the lead editor of the college basketball section during that run that uh, Shabazz Napier and Ryan Boatwright wow. went on. I think that right. was 14. 14. They, beat, was uh, they beat Kentucky in the NBA, the, the final, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they beat Kentucky. Uh, that was when Kentucky was an eight seed, I think. Yes. That yeah. Year, right? Yeah. That was uh, like, yeah, they had the Geoff guy, too, that white shooter with the blonde hair I think UConn had or something. I don't remember his name. Yeah. Geoff. Uh, you mean That Jeff? was the year that they had, if you remember, like, James Young, the Celtics, yeah. James Young in the first round. He had, like, a totally sick tomahawk dunk in the title game, which was sweet. But, yeah, so, I mean, I basically started doing hoops full-time hoops around then I'd sort of transitioned from Chicago sports to just basketball. Uh, and yeah, I think that, you know, it, this, you know, I got furloughed for my job at Espionation. I'm sure we'll right. talk about that in a little bit, but uh, like last week. Uh, so this, that had been my only job. I, uh, you know, sort of like moved up the ranks over the years. I became the NBA editor and the college basketball editor this past season. Nice. So I was running, uh, you know, both of those sections for a website and I was writing every day uh covering the game from all three levels through the lens of the NBA draft mostly uh like covering college recruiting which is high school kids and then high level college basketball covered the final four in person four different times and then I was writing NBA stuff I covered the NBA all-star game in February before the world went to hell yeah uh covered the draft combine every year so 
Yeah, I mean, I started when I was 19 or whatever, writing every day, and I haven't really stopped. And uh, now I'm back on the job market. Hopefully I can return. I don't know. And we'll see what happens. How did you find out, like, if you were the top editor? I mean, I don't know how the system works, but, like, if you were, like, the top guy, like, why? I mean, did they give you a reason why they chose you, or did they just move down the ranks kind of age, or was it? Yeah, so they, they furloughed uh, the – if you're talking about the furlough, they furloughed yes, yeah. all of the editorial employees for SBNation.com. Right. So if, you, if you're a writer or editor, you got furloughed. And they kept the video people on, and they kept the social media people. Damn, man, it's a tough time for everyone, man. Hopefully it works out. <laughs> so you would go back, though, right? I mean, it's not – there's no animosity at all? No, I'd love to go back. I mean, sports media is such a tough business to break yeah. into. Uh, and I had really, like, risen up the ranks there. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know years, but it was really all I knew. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm hopeful to go back. I don't really know. I, I think no one knows. I, we haven't gotten any words. So, yeah, I started this new newsletter, this new Substack, and uh, I've been sort of, like, continuing my stuff on there, I guess. What was your favorite sport to cover, NBA or NCAA, when you were doing it? Uh, you know, I think I grew up as more of an NBA guy. Like, I don't have a favorite college team. People always ask me that, and they think I'm lying. But, like, I don't – because most college <laughs> basketball fans have, like, a strong bias. <laughs> And, like, I don't know. I grew up with the Jordan Bulls. Like, I don't love Illinois basketball. I don't love Northwestern. I don't love, you know, whatever. Wrong and bias. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. You sit there <laughs> Not a big D Brown guy. I love D Brown. Yeah. I mean, I fuck with D Brown. No doubt. He was nasty. That uh, team was so good with David Augustine. I remember them in, uh, yeah. in the basketball game, actually. I used to play with them all the time. Yeah. So, like, my main bias when I got the gig was, like, just – high school players from Chicago because at the same time okay. I was covering high school sports. So there were a bunch of great players who came through while I was there doing it. Uh, and yeah, oh. like that was my main bias. So. I was actually just about to ask, was there a guy that came out who had the biggest hype or, or that, that you saw that just blew you away more than anybody else that came out at that time? Uh, Jabari would be the guy with the most hype. Like, Jabari was on the cover of Sports Illustrated when he was a junior in high school at Simeon. Yep. Uh, he even, like, had an old man game then. Like, I remember the first time I saw him, he was, like, 14 or 15. And I'm like, this kid is the biggest ass and the biggest, <laughs> biggest legs. Like, he just looks like a goddamn tree. Uh, but he was so skilled, right? Like, he could just, yeah. like, post you up and hit you with the little fade. And in high school, it was, like, comical. I mean, he was, like, 6'8", 40, yeah. hitting people with, like, shimmy fadeaways. It was just silly. <laughs> Uh, the other player I'll shout out as my favorite. I mean, there were a lot. I loved Ryan Boatwright, who ended up playing at UConn. I loved Tyler Ulis, who ended up playing at Kentucky. But uh, I'll rep the Kansas boy, my guy Cliff Alexander. Oh, wow. He had a monster dunk one year, I remember, first in the Big 12 tournament, I think. Yeah, yeah. he's a big dude, man. Real big dude. So he was a five-star recruit, McDonald's All-American was getting com compared to Amari Stoudemire in high school. I think that if he could have entered the draft out of high school, he would have been a first-round pick. He was like mm -hmm. – he was ranked ahead of Carl Anthony Towns in the recruiting rankings. Wow. Go back and look now. Uh, but just like a game not really built for the modern NBA as a throwback yeah. forward who couldn't shoot. And yeah. then he got totally screwed over at Kansas with his, like, eligibility. And basically, Bill Self just, like, was like, well, you know, if we play him and he actually turns out to be ineligible, we're screwed. So we're just not going to play him. Right. And that kind of derailed his career a little bit, and it's unfortunate. But 
uh, yeah, there's been a lot of great players come through the area since I've been doing it. Great, uh, nice uh, bashing Kansas. Uh, we're getting to that because you might have a big matchup with them coming up next week. <laughs> So, all right, here's what, what we got you on for, man. So my friend texted me the other day and explained to me this whole situation going on. So for people who don't know, your name is Ricky Charisma, and you're the head coach of the Western Illinois Leathernecks. <laughs> However, it's a simulated eight-year season at this point for NBA NCAA 2K8, the last NCAA game they made, right? And yeah. You have a subscriber email, you're following this. Explain how this came to be and what exactly it is for people watching saying, oh, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. So, you know, a month ago, I'm sitting here with my job as a full-time sports writer, and I'm like, well, shit, there's no sports to write about. What am I going to do? So I had always loved this old college basketball game, College Hoops 2K8. It's like NBA 2K. That series is still, like, super popular and relevant. The last college game they made was from 2008. My boy Greg Oden is on the cover. Greg Oden, so, wow. Uh, I had just played this game over the years, like, all the time. And uh, I wanted to play it again. But I was like, I'm going to waste too much time. I'm too old to be doing this at this point. <laughs> so what if I just, like, I didn't know what I was going to do at first, right? I'm like, maybe I'll just write about how I love the game. And that'll be my story, like, whatever I just love this game here's a story about it and then I'm like man maybe I should just play it again like I want to play it and just like blog everything and I had the idea I started taking notes I started anyone who's read the series sees that I just take a picture of my tv with my yes. and I crop the photo down and I had it and I was thinking about it and I'm like ah I don't know if like anyone's gonna read this like is that I was trying to explain it to people and they're like uh I don't know. I don't know if anyone's going to read this shit. So I had everything done and I was like on the fence about doing it. I was still, there was still like some news in the early point of the pandemic. I was like, I wrote a long thing about LaMelo Ball. I was like, you know, still cranking it out every day, but it was getting tougher and tougher. Mm -hmm. And then uh, my buddy, Dan Katz, who's Barstool Big Cat, who's like mm -hmm. a billion times more popular than me as a sports writer, he had st just started doing it with NCAA football. And I'm like, well, studs. I mean, like, maybe I guess I'll do this. I hope people don't think I'm, like, uh, ripping Dan off or anything. And then I started doing it uh, maybe, like, you know, a couple days after he did. But I, like, had the notes, and I was just too scared to press publish because I thought it was too dumb. <laughs> uh, and if you look at the first post in my series now, it's, like, a disaster. Like, half the post is about just, like, why I like this game. Half the yeah. – Next part of it is like the first year of recruiting. So that's what I was doing. I basically just decided that uh, my, I guess like working in digital media, like you're always thinking of like, what's the headline going to be? How are you going to frame it? How are you going to sell it to a mass audience, right? So I'm like, well, shit, I guess like I'm going to take the worst team in the game and I'm going to try to win the national championship with uh -huh. them. That's the headline. That's what I'm doing. Let's just do it. And so I just started doing it. And the first one, was pretty popular like way exceeded my uh expectations it got like thirty thousand page views on a read which is pretty wow. solid it's insane that's so great yeah. yeah yeah so i'm like that's pretty good uh i guess i'm gonna keep doing it and then two days later i got the news that i was getting furloughed 
And I'm like, oh shit, how long? And they're like, three months. I'm like, oh my God, three months. Well, fuck you, you guys, I have 30,000 views. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like 30,000 was like a, a solid article, not like amazing, right? So then the second time I'm doing, the next article I publish, and it blows the hell up, it gets like 100,000 page views. And at that point, everyone keeps emailing me and tweeting at me. And I had made like this dumb joke about like, like in the game, you know, your coach is like different ratings and you get a couple of points and you have to like boost the coach or whatever. So I like put all my points in the charisma rating, which helps you recruits. Now I called myself as a joke in the post Ricky charisma. And now like people are like emailing me about this and they're like, give me a Ricky charisma t-shirt. I'm like, this is yeah. hilarious. Also I'd say you got a great porn name if you ever want to go. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Two amazing names that have come out of quarantine, Joe Exotic and Ricky Charisma. Yeah, it works, bro. <laughs> what were the other teams that you were about to pick? Was it like a tie between two? No, so Western Illinois is the only local school. So, you know, I'm raised in Chicago, so I'm like going with the local school. But like the other schools, it's like Grambling. It's like North Florida. It's like a directional Colorado, a directional Arizona uh it's basically just like a lot of like one star schools hartford might be one of them uh i guess like on the prestige rating these are like the lowest schools mm -hmm. now what people don't know is you simulate the whole game you'll sit there and watch right and just film the game so i do that for the big games for every ncaa okay. tournament game i watch i'll film it uh and like in the early seasons i did it one time for a conference tournament game trying to get in the big dance the first time i was in the conference tournament final and yeah, like the only playing of the game I do is recruiting. Uh, and I think that that's part of the reason why it's been successful. It's like a week, college basketball is like a weird thing where like you have these relationships with the guys or like these investments in the guys when you're recruiting them, whether you're a fan of the real sport. And the same thing in this where like I'm talking about going after these guys and then like people like remember that. And then you see the guys like as bench players and then the star starters and maybe stars down the line. Uh, so like I'm trying to figure out like why why the hell people like this? Who the hell is reading this? Because like I had a decent following, mostly writing about the NBA draft and writing about the Chicago Bulls, which most people knew me from. Uh, but this the reception I've gotten with this is like totally outside of my normal fan base. Yeah, like you didn't uh, you just, didn't expect to get an email from a guy from New Jersey, right? Asking yeah, about it right, for sure. Brian, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that we were it kind of like the NCAA tournament got taken from us. Yeah. You know? It's, it's, if you really think about it, it's such a perfect thing to do like with your time because people will actually like feed into it and they're like, you know, they're genuinely interested in it. And we yeah. were, yeah, go on. Sorry. Well, I just think the other thing too, is like everyone loves an underdog story. Yeah. One thing I've learned, like, you know, I have friends who are like, so is it Western Illinois people who are reading this? I'm like, um, maybe like 15 or 20 percent maybe of the yeah. but everyone who is sending me you know emails or like I put my Venmo on there and I got a bunch of people like my Venmo feed is the only feel-good part of the pandemic it's people oh, yeah. like, like your Venmo go leathernecks and like throwing me five bucks or whatever uh, nice 
And yeah, I did that at one of the posts. And so I think it's like part of like March Madness, people hungry for that. And just like people like an underdog story. And I will say too, we all grew up playing and whether we all played GM mode and uh, like did coach mode on whether it's Madden, you're setting prices for stadium food. Hilarious, yeah. We've all done something like that. There was a time my wife's in the, in the kitchen cooking dinner and like, that sounds horrible. I'm really, I'm not like one of these. <laughs> Go cook my, where my wife is exactly where she is. Yeah. yeah, so she's making dinner, and I'm yelling at her, hey, um, what would you pay for at a basketball game for soda? She's like, I don't know, $3. I go, okay, good. I'm going through. She goes, what are you doing? I go, I'm setting my prices at the vending machines. I remember that, man. I remember yeah. So it's kind of like everyone wanted to do it. You were just the first one to take it to this level, and it kind of resonates. It's, it brings out the kid in you, man. That's what it does. Yeah. So, so when did you know it was huge? The email list, the subscriber list, like when did you realize like, oh shit, like this stuff, like I'm on Wikipedia right now. I'm the coach of the team. <laughs> what point were you like, this is getting a little out of hand? Well, the second post, I mean, the second post, like I said, it got like a hundred thousand views. I'm like, that was on SB Nation. I'm like, Jesus, like this is one of my biggest stories of the whole year. And it's on me playing a video game from 13 years ago and blogging crazy. and like i'm like not like a super technical guy like mm-hmm. this series is like lo-fi as hell like you can like buy something to like plug into your xbox 360 connect it to your computer and basically like broadcast these things yeah. that's like a step over my head i'm like now i'm gonna point my phone at the tv and press record and i'm gonna you know do some like quick cut-ups and i guess the quality's been good enough for people to stick around like no one's hit me up and been like the quality sucks So that's good. But in terms of like it blowing up, yeah, it was that second post. And then what I did was I knew I was (laughs) getting shit canned. So I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life, but I might as well play out this series if people are liking it. So like four days after that second post, I started an email list on a Google Forms or whatever. And I still didn't know what I was going to do with it. I'm like, well, if you like this series, give me your email. Maybe I'll start a mailing list or something. Uh, and yeah, and like the first day or two, it had like, you know, a thousand and 2000 and 3000. Uh, and then when I did the last post on SB nation, which was year seven, the season right before this one, I'm currently playing, we like lost on an insane buzzer beater against NC yeah. State. I was like, yeah. could not believe you couldn't even write it. That <laughs> oh, we're going to get to that. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of that post, I'm like, Hey, this is my last day. Uh, started a new newsletter through the site Substack. Follow this link, click on it if you want to. I'm going to add all the Google Forms. At that point, I already had like 3,000. And then I got like another 1,000. So yeah, it's been growing a little slower now. Uh, The thing with SB Nation, these like big websites, is like they are built for search engines. Mm. So like now my Substack like will not come up ever (laughs) on a general search. Maybe on a specific search. I haven't really done that. But yeah, like those early posts on SB Nation helped me build yeah. uh, the audience. And then like, uh, I think like still some people don't want to sign up. Like my views, my the views totally outweigh the uh, email list. Maybe because people think like I'm going to charge them, but I haven't, I'm never going to charge anyone for it. Mm-hmm. I have thrown out my Venmo if you want to donate, which yeah. has been amazing. I couldn't believe how generous some people were. Uh, but I'm like, I'm not in I'm not never going to charge people for my writing to be honest. So Right. Or uh, maybe they think that they're going to get ads or spam yeah. or stuff like that, which I'm sure probably wouldn't happen either. Yeah. 
Um, really quick, well, I have to ask you a couple things. My friend Kev, um, I'll say Kev M. I won't say his last name. He's the one who put me on to you. He needs to know a couple things. He's too shy to get on. Okay. Need to ask him if you'll ever forgive Deke Van for taking an eight-foot jumper for no reason <laughs> with five seconds left, up one to make the Sweet 16, only to have a miss and then the opposing team come down and bury the half court to win. Spoiler alert. He will, but the rest of the Leatherneck Nation isn't as easy to forgive. Definitely the worst play of all time in sports history. So how did you feel when that happened, watching that? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, Exactly. So my buddy Zach, who has been, like, sort of watching some of the games with me over Zoom. Like, basically, I would just set up the Zoom. A couple times my buddy Zach was like, yo, what's going on with the Leathernecks? I'm like, bro, I'm in it right now. I'll zoom you in. So he starts screaming, uh, and I'm just, like, trying not to talk, and I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. I'm going to, like, broadcast this. Like, I can't have you saying your bullshit. But internally, I'm like, I can't believe this. Like, this is hilarious that, uh, first of all, that the guy took that shot. I'm upset about that. And then it's, like, two seconds later, half-court shot, buzzer beater swish. I'm like, this is too good. Like, you couldn't even write this type of heartbreak. So I got one of my coworkers to make a GIF of it, and I tried to like blow it up and make it a thing. And then the Twitter comments yes. were just, like, killing me. So funny. They were like, you know, I was gonna order a Deke Van jersey, and now, <laughs> now it's over. I'm like, these people know the names of my like fake characters, fake players in this game. This is so funny. So uh, I think that you know, in terms of like creating interest for the series, that was a good thing to happen. And my boy. Deke Van. He was Summit League Player of the Year. That was his junior year. Yeah. This year, he just crushed it. He averaged like 20 a game and like six or seven boards. We're in the final four. So I totally forgive him. He's been absolved. And I hope it ends with the national title. I told Scott, I told Scott today the team is built on the back of Bud Richards. I mean, he said it all. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he also wants to know um, if you purposely denied the kid who emailed him a better recruiting strategy because Ricky Charisma is his own man and this is not a democracy. So that's hilarious. So multiple things are hilarious about that email. First of all, that guy uh, is a friar or a brother. He's like a religious person. Okay. Uh, which, awesome. I had not had a email correspondence with a, a friar before. So, so is that how he recruits other friars? Like he has that depth chart going? <laughs> and what's funny is like, so I, I thought it was hilarious when he sent me that email. I've been emailing back and forth with him a little bit. And then, but I had already like, basically the way I play or I, I like create the stories or whatever, I like play it out and I like take notes. So I just take a note of every week something. And they're like, I try to make it as detailed as possible. But then like, you know, I'm usually like a little bit of hat. And then I go back and I like match the pictures on my phone and I take my notes and turn them into an actual story. So by the time he had emailed me, I was already ahead of him. Like I had done the recruiting already. So, uh, <laughs> but when I put it in the story, my friend's like, dude, like, you basically just told this friar to fuck off. <laughs> he like acknowledged his recruiting strategy and then turned not to do it. And then I haven't really heard from him since, so I should probably email him. Yeah, hopefully he didn't kill himself. You broke his heart, Ricky. You broke his heart. No. God. Oh, no. God. But, uh, no, I mean, that was, I love, like, stuff like that, like, made my day, right? And, like, yeah. I'm feeling like shit because I just lost my job that, you know, industry, it was basically my dream job, right? Like, yeah. Writing about basketball for my living, it was amazing. 
and I had been fortunate enough to carve out a bit of a career for myself, but like, it's not like that many people know who I am. I'm not like famous by any means, but I had like a good job that I wanted to do. I didn't really aspire to become like, you know, be a guy who's making like getting rich off it, but I just liked my life. I liked writing about basketball every day. I liked covering it in high school, at college, at MBA. I liked having the autonomy to do what I wanted. Uh, so yeah, I was really feeling a little down and then like getting all these emails and all this input from people who are reading my stupid shit has really like made my day and yeah. Uh, you got to look at it too. You're getting people through a hard time yourself, man. Seriously. Like a lot of people don't have shit to do. So, you know, they're looking forward to this. You can look at it that way. Like you're giving them something to do, you know, yeah. so, like it goes both ways. I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel down if I was you. Um, does Western Illinois reach out to you at all? At no. all? No. no it does reach out to me. And I'm waiting for that because, you know, my buddy Dan Dan Katz is doing this with his yeah. basketball thing. And, like, Patrick Mahomes is tweeting at him when he takes the Texas Tech job. I'm like, dude, your life is insane. Like, I can't even yeah. get the Western Illinois SID to, like, give me an yeah. email. How'd you meet up with Katz? How, how are you guys friends? Uh, we've been friends for years. I think yeah. the first time we met was at the 2015 Final Four because he's a Wisconsin guy. Mm-hmm. And that was the year with Kaminsky. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we just, like – cross paths there and yeah we were friends before he moved out to uh new york and we still text sometimes so that's cool uh glicos before i get to the gun to your head segment with uh ricky charisma you got any questions or no well i did want to ask so you got your girlfriend involved in your press conferences so my question to you was how long after that did she leave you for somebody who was simulating nascar <laughs> season so that's funny so she's a she's a law student she goes to yeah. iowa Oh, God. And basically, like, she was, like, with me because she got, you know, whatever. Like, all the classes are online. She came to visit for spring break, and then there was no classes to return to. So she was, like, living with me for, like, a month or a month and a half or whatever. And then shortly after the press conference, she's like, yeah, I need to, like, go back. <laughs> she <prefers laughs> literally did leave. <laughs> <laughs> I've been through law school. I don't know if that I, that's a that's a scary thought that somebody prefers law school over doing your press conference. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ricky, I know you got you you have to go soon. I got uh, some time. I got some time. Oh, all right. So you're just testing the water to see if we weren't we were cooling. You know what I mean? Like we we got the camaraderie going and stuff. Yeah. Uh, before before you plug before you plug the game though, which is Saturday, which right Saturday. Saturday, yeah. So, of course, like a moron, I fucked up the date. Yeah, you put May 8th. I don't know why. Like, my calendar is apparently messed up on my computer. But, uh, yeah, it's May 9th. For some reason, I put March 8th like an idiot. <laughs> and that, and I sent it to 7,000 people. When I saw it, I'm like, I'm a moron. What's I'm a professional editor is my job. I'm like, how did I mess this up? Uh, but, yeah, it's this Saturday, May 9th. It's not March 8th. You don't need a time machine to go back and watch this thing. And we're going to do it on Twitch, which I had never used before. It seems pretty easy. I'm just going to do it on my phone again. I'm just going to set up my phone and <laughs> we're going to do it. it. The quality is just as good as on, uh, you know, the YouTube videos I've been putting in there. So uh, I'm hoping for no technical difficulties because this is going to be live. You're going to get killed if that happens. You know? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Flip the fuck out. So I see my friend Kev, who was really in detail on these things. Hey, I love it. I just love yeah. all the support. Uh, appreciate everyone who's read it, who shared it. I put my Venmo and I got 
over a thousand dollars from people. Oh, good. Amazing. Yeah. Small donations. So that's been sick. Uh, Did and you also intentionally go up against the first live sports that we're going to have in the first two months of this quarantine? What is With that? The, UFC, the UFC fights are, uh, I believe, Saturday at maybe the exact same time. So I did not realize that at all. Oh, it's all right. It's the undercard both. shit. You're good. Nobody we're, watches yeah. we're in the technological era. You can watch both. Put on your television. Get your iPad. Get the, your set. Exactly. You know, Ricky, I'm watching to see who my Kansas Jayhawks are going to be facing in your simulated game. That's what I'll be watching Saturday night. And you know what? If it's a, if it's a date, then let's dance, baby, because I haven't seen a national title since 2008. I would have won one this year, but I have to settle for this, maybe. You act like it's that long ago. Since it's, 2008, it's not that long ago. A long time. <laughs> you're talking like you're talking like someone who's like a Dolphins fan. <laughs> I want to win every year. Uh, all right, Ricky, really quickly, like to do this gun to your head segment. Um, just I'm gonna ask you questions. Just go for it. Your answers. It could be about sports. It could be about anything else. All right, you ready? Yeah. Who was more exciting to watch in college, Jimmer Fredette or Zion Williamson? Zion. Really. Damn. Do I need to back this up? I was just a Jimmer guy, but I liked him chucking threes. But go on, back it up. Zion's the man, dude. I love Zion. So I always covered USA Basketball Junior Minicamp, one of the great basketball events that no one knows about. USA Basketball has all these youth teams beyond the national team that they send to the Olympics. And they play in the, like, FIBA U19, U17, U16 competitions. Doesn't Jeff Van Gundy coach one of those teams? Or was he involved in something like that, Jeff Van That was a little different. That was, like, uh, guys who were in their 20s. Oh, okay. so he wasn't doing, like, the youth teams, but that did exist. That was, like, the world some, – something, some other FIBA competition. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I would go out and I'd cover these USA basketball camps because they would bring in the top, like, 70 high school players in the country. And so, like, I went there the first time I went there. I, like, saw this kid with these ridiculously long arms who's seven feet tall. He was 15 years old. I'm like, what's his name? It was Mo Bamba. So I did the profile on Mo Bamba. And I also did one on Zion uh, when he was entering his senior year. And I talked to him, and he was just like the nicest, most down-to-earth guy. It was crazy. I talked to his mom. She was super nice, carrying themselves like totally normal people. So I've been tracking his career for a while, and I just love his game. And statistically, Zion sees an ironclad. He shot like 75% on two-pointers. Basically rewrote all of the advanced stat, like all-in-one numbers, like BPM, uh, his you know, PER is a version of that. It's a little dated, not the best stat anymore. But, like, dominated PER. So, uh, I think Zion's the best college basketball player I've ever seen. He didn't okay. win. That's best. fair. Wow. Sega Saturn or Sega Dreamcast? Ooh, didn't have either, but I did have Sega. So, I had Sega CD and Sega 32X. I haven't played Dreamcast or Saturn. So right. I'm going to say uh, Sega 32X, if you guys All right, remember. that's fair. Sonic or Crash Bandicoot? Sonic. Okay. Would you rather be able to kick a 50-yard field goal or dunk? Dunk. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Would you rather be a kicker or Zion Williamson? That's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Would you rather have a gold medal in water polo or curling? Great question. I'm going to go curling. Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? Uh, I guess Lord of the Rings. What color highlighter do you use for your winning games in your NCAA bracket? <laughs> uh, don't have a highlighter, but it would be like that classic yellow highlighter. Right. You don't use a highlighter when you do it? I got, no, I got nothing, dude. It's all in the game. 
Wow. No, no, I'm saying for real. Like when you fill out a bracket. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, you know. I guess when I was a kid, I used to get the newspaper and like fill it Write out. Write them. Right. Yeah. That was oh. great. Happy days or the Brady Bunch? Happy days. Lunchbox or a brown paper bag? Brown paper bag. Yeah, I'm with you. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Would you rather be a vampire or a werewolf? Hmm, vampire, I guess. Pop-tarts or Cinnabons? Uh, Cinnabons. All right, one of these has to go. Home Alone 1 and 2 or The Mighty Ducks 1 and 2? Home Alone can go. Oh, wow. That was Ooh, quick, too. That's I'm, so fast, too. I'm, like, with, I'm with you, but, you know, that's all, I, that, <laughs> that's all I got. Glicos, you have any? Get your job back or Western Illinois wins the national championship. <laughs> Get my job back. <laughs> I just thought it might be close. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So catch Ricky, plug, plug your uh, face or your Twitter, your Venmo one last time, where we could catch these games and everything else going on with you, man. So my Twitter is SBN underscore Ricky. Might need to change that. Haven't done it yet because I don't want to lose the check mark. Uh, my s- newsletter Substack it's Ricky O'Donnell at Substack.com. Uh, we're in the fucking final four, baby. I know. <laughs> we're gonna fucking stomp them. Are you uh, nervous? Are you nervous? Honestly, I'm nervous for the technical aspect. Like I'm nervous. I'm gonna fuck that up and look like yeah. an But I did a dry run and it seems easy enough. So. The only thing I'm nervous about is like my phone running out of battery or something, but I'm going to try to like check every box. Any technical problems, the only thing I'm nervous about, I feel like I'm going to feel like a game show host with like a thousand people looking at me. Like I'm not someone who seeks attention in my real life. Uh, You're having a press conference before this, right? You have a fake press conference, yeah. <laughs> uh, no. People can ask questions. And I guess I'm probably going to wear a suit and uh, I should get some champagne in the yes. win. And get a fake net so you could cut it down in your in your uh, apartment or where, your house or wherever you That's are. Great. I love that idea. A, yeah. a step stool onto to cut it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Hey, Ricky Charisma, thanks for coming on, man. Check him out on uh, Twitter. Ricky underscore SBN it was. SBN underscore. SBN underscore. Sorry about that. SBN underscore follow the Western Illinois Leathernecks. And uh, I don't know how I feel about this because if you do make it, I want you to win it all. But at the same time, I do want my Kansas Jayhawks to get a fake title. So hopefully we can still be friends after that. Here's my thing. I'll ask you guys this. I've been a little nervous about this since I advanced to the final four. Mm-hmm. Will people stop reading if I win the championship? Because this is like week one. Ooh. of the- Yeah, yeah. I'll stop reading if you don't. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of people who are counting on you this weekend man so when would the final be when would you do the final final same day we're gonna do it right after oh nice oh my god so this nice. is, i have to tune in for this now i just got to figure out how to use twitch brian you can help me with that right you don't need to register for twitch yeah. or anything you literally just press play all right i'm in thanks for coming on bud well cool. thanks man